in association with the Agri Health Network, it's time for That Farm Life podcast, Planting Hope, Harvesting Strength. On That Farm Life, we talk about that life that is that of a farmer and their family. It's about the day-to-day grind, the good times, the tough times, and everything in between, because farming is more than a job, it's a way of life. And we're here to offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. Now, here's your host, a farmer, a former agri-business owner, and also the pastor of a Southern Baptist church in Arkansas, Archie Mason. Well, hey, folks, once again, this is That Farm Life Podcast. Welcome to this episode. I'm your host, Archie Mason. For any of you there in Arkansas or even up through Kentucky, that area, at the recording of this podcast, we are just coming out of an ice storm, which has pretty well paralyzed our area. And so you'll be listening to this in just a few days. Hopefully, weather is cleared out by the time that this hits the ground in the podcast. Hey, for all of you that may be first-time listeners to us, uh, we are a resource of AgriHealth Network, and you can go there and check us out at the website, agrihealth.net. we got a lot of resources. Uh, we are, for the purpose of helping those in the farming community learn how to deal with stress and everyday strains that comes with the farm life. And so we like to have good, honest, open conversations on the podcast to talk about a lot of things that sometimes the farming community will not actually discuss when they're sitting around drinking coffee at the coffee shop early in the mornings. What we're learning is that if someone shares a story and we talk about some of the stress and strains of farming, it always helps others who are listening. Whether you are a farm man or a farm woman involved in agriculture, we are glad that you're with us today. And I believe the podcast is going to be very helpful. We do have a special guest today, Mark Horton. He's an agency manager for Craighead County Farm Bureau here in Arkansas. Mark, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Archie. Glad to be here. I know that you probably had to slip and slide a little bit getting into the office to uh, record this podcast, so thank you uh, for doing that. Hey, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. I'm, uh, I've been with Farm Bureau for 27 years, I'm originally from uh, Arkansas County, uh, went to Mississippi County as agency manager in 2011, and then in 2017 came to Craighead County and I've uh, been very blessed to to be in all three of those places. Uh, I coached for 10 years before I uh, started my career with Farm Bureau, coached in Stuttgart, Arkansas, and, and uh, had the opportunity to be there for 10 years, uh, coaching football and baseball. Hey, Mark, how did uh, how did being a coach help you, prepare you for uh, being a, an agency manager at Farm Bureau? <laughs> you know, of course, the leadership roles that you you develop all through your life in athletics, it, you know, athletics I think is one of the great avenues to to uh, for teaching leadership and learning how to to not only get knocked down but learning how to get knocked down and stand back up. Uh, and, and you know, and, and in life, we're that's going to happen. We're going to get knocked down a lot. Uh, we and we got to learn to stand up. So I, uh, you know, when I when I went from the coaching field to the to the insurance field. Uh, it's the same way. I, I get knocked down a lot. I get told no a lot, <clears throat> but I, but I, but I got to keep on going. And and uh, and sooner or later, people start trusting. And when they start trusting me and developing a relationship with me, uh, then then it goes from there. And it's just it's just the leadership role of 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 what athletics has taught me. And hey, Mark, that's a good point. Hey, one thing I noticed about Farm Bureau, we had the opportunity to be at the Farm Bureau Arkansas 
meeting, Agri Health was able to have a booth there. And I, one thing I realized that Farm Bureau, especially among the agents and managers and stuff, it's like one big family. I mean, I was really surprised at that. We really are. You know, uh, Archie, this is a grassroots organization that is membership driven. Um, and we, we sell memberships along with our, our with our uh, counties in each county, the state of Arkansas. Uh, ha- every county has a, a face as far as Farm Bureau is concerned. And uh, and we have we have a I can't remember exactly how many, but in, in Craighead County, I've got about forty two hundred members, forty three hundred members that that we serve. Um, and, and we, you know, everybody is taken care of and, and we, we treat each other like they're, uh, the, the biggest person we have versus the, the smallest person we have. Everybody's the same. And, and we have, we have a great company that takes care of, of our, of our people. And, and I, I've enjoyed it because of the leadership that we have, not only, uh, do we stand behind what we do? We we try to to be part of the family of uh, of our of our members. Hey, Mark. One thing too. Probably back a year ago, I was invited to a meeting. Uh, Farm Bureau was there. I know the president of Arkansas spoke at that. Rick Crawford was there also, who's one of our uh, representatives, one of our congressmen, and so he was there at that meeting. How's How's Farm Bureau an advocate mm-hmm. in the farming community? Arkansas Farm Bureau uh, is our federation, and that's that's who we are. We're, we're rural Arkansas, rural farming area that when it was put together, actually in Mississippi County, Arkansas, it was a bunch of farmers that couldn't get insurance anywhere else, and they kind of came together and and took care of each other, and it's grown from there. And now we're not we're not just with with farmers, but that's who we are. That's we're rural ag Arkansas, and it's who Arkansas Farm Bureau is. We have benefits for our memberships. Insurance is one of those benefits, uh, whether it's life insurance, health insurance, whatever it may be, cars for your for your home. You know, we do a lot of things on that end. But the biggest thing that we do with Farm Bureau is we fight for our memberships. We're in Washington, D.C., and we're probably one of the biggest support systems that the people that the state of Arkansas has in fighting for better roads, fighting for where we can sell our rice and where we can sell our beans and and who we sell it to. And we're a big advocate for that. Yeah. Hey, one thing also that when I first began to research out regarding mental stress, mental fatigue, depression, discouragement in the farming community because farming is a very high stress occupation, really ranked in the top 10 uh, most stressful occupations in the world. I was surprised, and even though Farm Bureau is an insurance company, uh, I was surprised to learn that they're also an advocate for uh, mental health among rural America. When I, and when I say those words, mental health, I mean just to to be doing well emotionally, to be doing well mentally because of the stress factor. So uh, share a little bit with me what Farm Bureau is doing regarding uh, that aspect of mental wellness among its members. Well, I know uh, our National Farm Bureau has some podcasts and different things that they support. They also are one of the biggest supporters that that we've had here at at the Agri-Health Network. Here in Craighead County, I had a farmer or two come up and ask me what Farm Bureau could do to to help with the 
the mental state of farming and to help these farmers get through, you know, these hard times. And I had no clue what needed to be done, but I had several friends that I got to talk to and and we sat down and visited. I went in front of my board and asked them what we could do to, uh, to help our farmers and to help our membership in that end of it. And we came up with the Agri Health Network. We we knew the, the two farmers that I was talking to uh, knew that the only way this was going to be successful is to get a local pasture that we had in mind uh, involved with it. And, and we asked Archie to be part of this. And that's what really made it. And it's really helped a lot of people. I'm just thankful to Craighead County Farm Bureau that allowed me to take it and run with it to a certain extent and hand the baton to who needed to have it. And and we're just very thankful to, to be a, just a little part of that. And, and I failed to introduce you also and state that you are uh, one of the founding members of the Agri-Health Network and on the advisory board. So, uh, Mark, thank you. Uh, thank you for serving. And uh, thank you, Craighead Farm Bureau, for their involvement and uh, for the state of Arkansas, even uh, uh, their support to of the Agri-Health Network. Hey, tell me this, Mark, how long have you been involved with Farm Bureau? 27 years. Okay, so you grew up in basically Arkansas County, which was, yeah, yeah, and DeWitt, rice rice production, uh, road crops is a big deal. Over your tenure with Farm Bureau, what are some of the, the stress signs or the causes of stress, or what have you observed? You've dealt with a lot of folks in rural uh, Arkansas, what are maybe some of those signs of stress that you've seen? And then maybe what are some things that uh, could just be very helpful, very practical? Some of the folks out there listening may be dealing with that right now. You know, the thing about what I've noticed as an agent, I, I really didn't see a lot of it. But as an agency manager, I've had the, the opportunity to sit in front of a lot of people. And and the biggest thing that I've done is I've listened. And I, I think these farmers, the stress, I mean, every year is just so stressful. It doesn't matter if it's if the sun's shining and not raining, we need rain. If, if it's raining uh, and the sun's not shining, we need sunshine. If it's if it's 80 degrees, we need it to be 70 degrees. I mean, it just never is what everybody needs it to be all at the same time. So there's going to be a lot of stress in it. And, and I understand that the guys that I deal with on a daily basis, they understand what they're in, but it's what helps them more than anything is to be able to sit down and talk. I think that that's one thing about this podcast that it allows doing. These aren't people that you have hired to do things. These are people that are giving up their time and, and, and they're speaking from the heart. They're telling people what their experiences and how they handled it. I think it does a great job for our farmers and for our farming families to to hear other people that have the same problems as they do uh, and maybe maybe not want to admit it or or say it on uh, live on camera or live on a podcast they enjoy hearing it and understanding that you know people do have the same problem I have it's not just me so I, I would think that getting around other people that that are in the same type of business listening to, to each other, helping each other uh, make decisions. You know, I mean, in, in my business, when I have to make a big, big decision, I've got three or four people that I call and I bounce it off of them to see what they think and how how they react to it or what they're doing. A lot of times I have the same decision to make as a lot of agency managers in the state and we'll get together and decide how what we need to do and how we need to do it. So I think numbers is good. You know, the thing that 
that gets me by on my everyday is my relationship with the Lord. I, you know, I go to the Lord and ask and seek for God and seek wisdom in, in what I'm doing and how I'm going to do it. And I think that our, a lot of our farmers actually have a profession that is faith driven. They have to have faith or you can't be a farmer. Now, what you have faith in, it, it all depends on the individual. So my advice to them is find you some people that uh, know the Lord, sit down with them and listen. Find the people that know the Lord and sit down and talk to them and let them hear your story. Let them listen to you because you want to be around people, as I mentioned earlier, you want to be around people that you trust. Trust that they can keep their mouth shut when they need to keep their mouth shut. They can give you the advice that might can help you and and what you're facing. Hey, Mark, you just brought up a good point. Made me think about this because uh, you are a very good listener to people. So I, I know that in your line of work over, you know, these two decades, there have been people that have come to talk to you, uh, not only probably about farming issues or commodity prices or input prices, you know, that stuff, but also have come to you probably there's been an issue of a, maybe a rebellious child or transitioning in a farm to a son or daughter or maybe marriage issues, you know, because you're that kind of personality, you're a good listener, you got a lot of wisdom. So how would you advise somebody out there to be a good listener? A lot of times it's men and women too. You can be fixers. Sometimes they're not looking for a fix. They're looking for somebody to listen. There are times you can give, you know, you can give advice and counsel. We all do that. But how can a person be a good listener? Well, you know, I think the good Lord gave us two ears and one mouth uh, for a reason. And you've probably heard that saying, and I've heard it since I've been a little kid, and there, and there is a reason. He wants us to be still and listen to him, and he tells us that in Scripture. And I think through my maturity in my Christian walk and in my personal walk with Christ that I've had to learn that because I've not always been like that. Uh, I've got a brother that's in the same business that I'm in, and he's always been the guy that, you'd ask a question and he would stop and he'd think about it. He'd say, let me get back with you tomorrow. I never was that guy. I'd, I'd pop off the answer right quick. You know, I'll tell you how I feel right now. And he always would come back and have a lot better answer than me. And so through my relationship with him and through my relationship with the Lord and through my relationship with, uh, with farm bureau as being in a leadership role, I've, I've learned most of the time, if I'll just keep my mouth shut and listen, I learn a lot, a lot of things, even if it's good or bad. You know, in, in my business, if I'll stop and listen, they're going to tell me a whole lot of things. Sometimes it's things that they probably didn't mean to tell me that I'm not going to answer them because they, they kept on to talking and I can't. Or sometimes it, it's just a situation where they get going and they put, they're pouring out their feelings, they're pouring out what they won't meet, you know, want to to share. And I've learned just to sit back and listen because it's allowing them to relieve a lot of stress that they've had on them and, and they're experiencing at that time. Most of the time it's happening to them right then, but it, but it is a learned process. It's a process that I've, I've had to grow and mature in as, as a person. Hey Mark, would you agree too that whatever business someone's in in foreign agriculture and they have a, a, a family member, a friend, a client, just, Letting that person know that you care about them and really asking them, you know, how are you doing? But just uh, willing to be there to listen. Hey, if someone's out there right now, Mark, and, you know, it's a change of the year. I mean, I know everybody's getting their stuff together for a new crop loan and those things. People are making decisions what they're going to do. Someone 
out there today right now says, hey, man, I need some help, like discouragement, depression. Uh, what advice would you give them? The, the first thing I would do is uh, I'd advise them to, to find somebody they trust and ask that person to, to sit down and talk to them. Sometimes they can't do anything but listen, but listening is big. You know, a lot of people are scared of the, the word counselor or the word uh, treatment or any type of counseling that may be involved in it. But our counseling has evolved so much. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And we have so many great counselors out there that can listen. And, and the biggest thing I think about a counselor is they're listening to you. And they're listening to what you are telling them, and they're going to respond to what you tell them. And I think that the Living Well Council that we have involved with this podcast has done a great job, and we've we've helped so many people with that counseling. Uh, it has grown tremendously since since we started this, and they've had the opportunity to help a lot of people. But probably, Archie, the biggest thing is find somebody you trust. You know, find find that person that you know you can go to and sit down in front of, and they're not going to spread it all over the county. They're going to, they're going to listen to you, and they're going to keep their mouth shut and just be a friend. Hey, Mark, I want to say thank you for being on the podcast today, man. I appreciate it so much. Thank you for taking time. Hey, I appreciate the opportunity to share, and, and hopefully that uh, we can continue to prosper in, in that Farm Life podcast. Hey, I agree with that. And uh, thank you again for being on our advisory board and, and helping giving direction and just believing in agri-health. You know, as, as Mark mentioned, he said, find somebody you can talk with, someone that you can trust. We would encourage you to do that, whether if it's a family member, whether if it's a, a farming associate or someone that you know, or it may be that you're a farmer and it's someone at the co-op or a farmer supply or Simplot or whoever you do business with or someone else. It's just good to sit down and, and to visit. Also, too, uh, don't be afraid to reach out. You know, we always say it's okay not to be okay. We just want to help you not stay that way. You can reach us at info at agrihealth.net. Now, there's a lot of listening folks across the nation, different states. We can help point you in a, a good direction. There are uh, many good ag counselors who are out there. I know Mark mentioned Living Well uh, that's here in Arkansas and has an association with some in the surrounding states. But I know Living Well has added ag counselors that come out of an ag background who are licensed in counseling. And so they're willing to meet too. So again, check us out at the website at agrihealth.net. Anything that you may need, anything we can help you with us, please reach out. And also too, this is a uh, nonprofit that we have as far as AgriHealth Network. If you're encouraged by this podcast and the resources at agrihealth.net, you can give. There at the bottom of the website, uh, there is a donate button. You can give a one-time gift or you can have recurring giving. You can either put that on your credit card. It can come through your bank. A lot of us do online giving now. Those resources are put for a good purpose, and we have several farmers who are involved in being a part, like Mark, as far as the uh, advisory board to make sure it's used in the right way. So again, thank you. Hey, until next week, keep farming and keep the faith. You've been listening to That Farm Life Podcast, planting hope, harvesting strength with your host, Archie Mason. That Farm Life Podcast is a creation of the Agri-Health Network in conjunction with Grounded Faith Ministries, where we offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life, through faith, 
family, and community with other farmers. You can learn more about who we are and what we do on our website at agrihealth.net. That's agrihealth, one word, dot net. Thanks for listening, and until next week, keep the faith.